This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. All right. I, this is uh, 4H4U2, and I'm your host, John Long. And who is that sitting over there? Uh, this is Kobe Rutherford. Yeah, always. I'm in a different seat today. Yes, you are. I got a special guest. It's like you're way over there. I know. Hey, John. Hey, Kobe. Yeah, we do have a special guest today, and it is Miss Deborah Lloyd, and she is in the state 4H office. And Deborah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. Thank you all for having me. Oh, we are so excited. That's like I'm kind of sandwiched between uh, Deborah and Kobe office-wise. You know, we talked about office space. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm right in the middle of them, so I can holler for one and holler for the other one. So I feel very privileged to be so. (laughs) And Deborah, to me, is – Deborah, you started when – you and Kobe started in a state office – at the same same time, right? It was yeah. yeah we started time. September of last year, September fifth, yeah. as a matter of fact. Wow, and almost a year. Right. I know, and I feel like oh. we've worked together forever, Deborah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but <laughs> right. So sitting here with this sandwiched in is just uh, more like family, just bringing us go. all together. There you go. Yeah. It's been fun. For and sure. and Deborah and I actually worked together. Never. when was it, we were talking about this the other day, when was it that you worked in the 4-H department before? I came toward the end of 2006 through 2009. Okay, okay. And I left there, left here then and went to Center for Continuing Ed. Okay. And yeah. it just feel good to be back here with 4-H. Awesome. Just bringing it home. Yeah, so you and I worked together about two years. Mm-hmm. And before you went to continue in ed, you said, right, yeah. Right. And uh, so I've got, I've got some. I don't know if it would be funny. It'd be funny to me, I guess. But uh, Deborah Lloyd uh, stories. You want to hear them? Yes, please. Okay. Let's so hear. That, or, that's not. It's not funny. It's more of a Deborah Lloyd memory. I, I'll, I'll say it that way. But anyway, it's probably. Isn't probably my first. I think it was my first. Uh, state invitational that we had with 4-H safety and she's laughing because she knows i think she knows what she's doing so she's coming down to the event she had asked me she said is there anything i can do i said you know sure go we'll go in the archery range you know so anyway i realize once uh we get started that i don't have enough pencils or wait a minute no i had plenty of pencils i just had nothing to sharpen them with and so Deborah is on her way down, and I just panicked and said, Deborah, can you please stop and get some pencil sharpeners? <laughs> but Deborah did not spare any expense. She bought, she didn't buy just those little screw types. She brought electric pencil sharpeners to the oh, event. So good. we were sitting there just, yes. Yeah, so, and batteries. She bought extra batteries. That's so. awesome. Always prepared. Always prepared. That was that 4-H instinct. Always be prepared. Always be prepared. Yeah, even though enough. I right. Yeah. Even though I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I found myself lacking on that. But, but yeah, I do remember that. And there was another time. It was right after. I guess it was right after you had left uh, 4-H the first time. I went to Kobe. I went to the doctor's office, and uh, and I was sitting there, and I was sitting in the room. And all of a sudden, Deborah Lloyd walks in. She's going to take my uh, uh, blood pressure. I was like, 
well, this is kind of a shock. I said, well, hey, Deborah. So, so yeah, you've had a, a quite extensive uh, career in, in a lot of things, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the Variety for me is just key. There you so. go. There you go. Lots well, of skill sets. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Deborah. Where are you from, and, and how did you come to be where you are now? Okay, I'm Deborah Lloyd. I'm from Indianola, Mississippi, born and bred. I lived in Greenville for a number of years and then moved to Starkville. I have an undergrad in medical technology to talk about some of the skill sets, and I worked as a medical technologist for about nine years in the Mississippi Delta, starting at Delta Regional and King Daughters Hospital. I left there. I traveled some to Mount Bayou and worked uh, there, got some training, and took those skills back to Greenville. We opened up a satellite clinic, and so I kind of um, spearheaded that clinic in the lab. Um, for me, when I just said variety is so key, after doing that for a number of years, I just kind of wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. So one day, I walked over to the courthouse, and I saw all these cars out there, and I was looking for a different uh, role. And so the young lady told me, um, I heard of extension service, and but I didn't know exactly what all they did. So the young lady at the courthouse, she said, I think they're hiring over at the uh, <coughs> extension center. So I went over. And at that time, they had a lady named Debbie Graham. She was working with a program called Bright Futures. So with Bright Futures program, they gave me an application. They had two positions, one as an educator, and the other one was called early identification worker. So guess what I asked? What? I said, I would like to apply for the one with least paperwork. <laughs> so, so she said that's the early identification worker so I applied for that job needless, smart that was yeah, very smart right very smart. so needless to say I got the job it was a grant funded position mm -hmm. it lasted for five years wow however I went home and I told everybody I said oh y'all I'm gonna be working at the sheriff department mm -hmm. and for those of you who've gone over and know where Washington County Extension Office is yeah. it's right next door to the Sheriff's Department. Yes, All the sheriff cars were there. So I thought I was working at the Sheriff's Department. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that well, was a, close enough to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was a great, um, you know, entry into uh, learning what Extension is and all about community uh, around there. So, Do you know that's one of my favorite extension offices in the state? Oh, really? I've been to a lot of them, and I cannot, I don't know why, but I always love going to that extension office. Yeah. I've been there several times. Great people there. It Great, is. Great uh, work experience. Very good. Very good. So, well. Not that all of them aren't special. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that in there. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So how did I get here with you guys? Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a story. That's another story. Mm -hmm. I was working with a program. A lot of grant-funded programs. Mm -hmm. So this one was Operation Military Kids. Oh, I love this one. Oh, yeah. I love that uh, program. I remember because that. Because it was a giving yes. you know, opportunity. Very much Give so. back and working with military youth. 
so because I was volunteering for that program, um, the director at that time said they needed a coordinator for mm-hmm. the position. Mm-hmm. And with my kids being grown or nearly grown, my daughter, I said, okay, I'll take it. So mm-hmm. I moved here. Right. And coming here with the understanding that it was a grant program again, and it was for three years. Mm-hmm. And they said contingent on the availability of funds. So when the funds run out, then the job would end. Right. And so, but I, I, I'm so adventurous, I was just going to try it. Right. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Starkville. So, wow, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I loved military yeah. kids because then we make uh, backpacks and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I love we that. did I that. Like that. I got to travel all over the state of Mississippi yeah. um, at each deployment, and so that yeah. was great. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I hate that we don't have that program now. Right. Is it still going anywhere? It is. Okay. Some states still have okay. it. Cool. It's so needed. I wish mm-hmm. we did have it here in Mississippi because just coming up from today from a program – where there were over 67 kids. Wow. And to just see these young people, how they get excited about the little things that we do. Right. And when you talk about Mississippi State, um, I did some encouraging words as, w- as well as passed out the certificates that had Mississippi State University. Uh-huh. And so they are so proud to get that. So anything coming from Mississippi State University to young people and to uh, the community as a whole, it just set the stage. Right. It, it exactly. does wonders. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so, uh, going from military, uh, going from military kids, and then after that left, and and you went um, elsewhere, and then coming back, uh, what now is your um, what capacity are you working as far as in the four uh, H department now? Okay. Uh, i just like to start by saying I'm excited um, that Mississippi State University uh, 4-H Youth Development has a leadership program. Right. And so I am working with the leadership team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the youth leaders are so vital in that they become adult leaders. Right. And if they don't know who the ambassadors are in these leadership positions in the specific areas— mm-hmm. These uh, those that are listening that are familiar with 4-H, those are the green jackets that you those see. Those are the sometimes. green jackets. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They stick out. They stick okay. out. But anyway, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just talking about leadership as a whole, I say, what right. better way to be influenced mm-hmm. and develop these young people's skills and their styles mm-hmm. uh, and their practices is through 4-H. That's right. And through the leadership team. Right. Now, you asked me about the ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Ambassadors fall under the leadership citizenship right. uh, umbrella. Right. I guess and, I was getting ahead of myself a little bit, but go ahead. Yes. Okay. So ambassadors, they are self-motivated mm-hmm. young people mm-hmm. between the ages of 15 and 19. Mm-hmm. Senior, quote unquote, uh-huh. senior age. Right. I guess. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're enthusiastic leaders who promote 4-H using the skills, using the knowledge, using the leadership abilities that they acquire through 4-H. And so being a 4-H-er, I didn't grow up as a 4-H-er, but these 4-H members, they have lots and lots of opportunities. Right. Um, 
through the residents, through the community leaders, through elected officials, and through non-4-H members. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, I say 4-H ambassadors, they serve to strengthen. They serve to strengthen other youth. Right. And they're mentors of other youth. They're the voice of 4-H members of Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that that's just a great program. And for me, looking from the outside in at the ambassadors and, and what all they bring to the table, they're all, always just so willing to jump in and help out with things. You know, it seems like, Deborah, when you ask them to, who would be willing to come and do this or that, it seems like that you always have a good positive response and it's just they're eager to help out. Right. You're so correct in that, uh, Kobe. They are eager Again, they're enthusiastic. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons I like working with these youth because they bring a certain amount of energy to the table. Yeah, for and sure. Mm -hmm. I definitely won't say my age here sitting uh, among all of you <laughs> and uh, because, you know. You're so much younger say, than us. That's ah, why. Ah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> But, yeah, they bring that extra energy and, and help to make us feel vibrant uh, and useful. And um, so that's so needed, too. I, I agree with you. Anytime I get to work with any of the leadership uh, or, say, ambassadors, I, I still got that leadership team stuck in my brain. Mm, but me, it's too. But it's ambassadors. Uh, anytime I get to work with them, I, I just feel kind of energized around them because – I don't know. It just I, I love working with them. They're so much fun because of what Kobe said. They they're very passionate about what they do, and and they right. you know they give it their all. And you know what else I think is cool is how they're peer role models for right. the younger children. Yeah, you know right. those younger kids come to uh, 4-H Congress. They see those green jackets, and they see the uh, youth who are helping out with workshops and contests. And yeah, I think they set a really good example for them. Younger ones, they sure mm -hmm, do. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And, yeah. and, and to see them judge the exhibits at Project Achievement Day, they, I know they do a lot of that. And yeah, this they, is going to be a new experience for I me. Know. Speaking of that, tomorrow oh, working with the yes. Project Achievement Day. Yes. Yeah, Northeast Project Achievement Day is going to be mm -hmm. tomorrow. Sure did. Well, another thing about the ambassadors and the green jackets mm -hmm. that you mentioned, it's not mm -hmm. just something they just hand you. Right. Their requirements. To become an ambassador. Why don't you tell us what those requirements are? Okay, some of the qualifications are you must be enrolled as a 4-H member. Okay? Mm -hmm. You must be at least 15 years of age. And they say by January 1 of that current starting uh, member year. They should be high school in that range that you mentioned earlier, John, sophomore, junior, or senior year. They must have completed at least a full year as an active 4-H member. Um, some other qualifications, they must have participated or demonstrated some leadership abilities uh, through developmental activities. Um, then two, they should have a diverse knowledge of total what 4-H is all about. And in that, you have an application process. They fill out like a five- or six-page application talking about these experiences. Um, and they, are, they go through an interview process. And that's held during Club Congress. 
So some benefits, they get the opportunity to uh, develop their leadership and communication skills. They get to travel. They get to uh, interact with other 4-H's from all over the state of Mississippi. They just do a lot of stuff. They really they do. do. a lot of stuff. I, I got to be, <clears throat> excuse me, I got to be a part of the, uh, helping you with the interviews, uh, which was kind of a year or two for me doing that, and I just love it. I love to see them come in with the, you know, their enthusiasm and even maybe sometimes a little nerves. Mm-hmm. But they go into that, and you know that that's teaching them a, a very valuable experience about being in front of people like we'd spoken to, uh, about earlier in another podcast. The fact of the matter is that that's life, and that's what they're going to be faced with is is for job interviews and mm-hmm. for, you know, from here on out. This is going to be some very good life skills that they're learning as an ambassador that they're going to they're going to take with them for the rest of their life for sure. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing with the – you have officers too right. under the leadership. You know, president, vice president, secretary, mm-hmm. and uh, different roles, and they are elected just like other elected officials. Right. So they don't go through the interview process. They are elected among their peers. And right, okay. and that, that's a that's a very neat process to even see it during Congress too. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about it, our state Congress. Well, Deborah, tell us now if. Uh, a young person is interested in becoming an ambassador team member. Mm-hmm. Uh, how exact, where do they need to go to find okay. information on that? Yeah, they should go to their local extension office. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 82 counties, right. and all counties have an uh, office. Right. And the agent, be it a 4-H agent, ag agent, county director, they could help those young people because the information we have here it's sent to the county offices. Right. And so they have direct contact with us. They can either call here or mainly go through their uh, agent and volunteers mm-hmm. in their prospective counties. And we, we also have something on our website, too, don't of we? Of course we do. Yeah, and that's uh, extension.msstate.edu. Correct. And you can go, and we actually have a leadership tab mm-hmm. if you go under 4-H, don't we? Oh, yes, please go to 4-H. Scroll down, go to leadership, citizenship, click on that. Then it will show you 4-H ambassadors. That's wonderful. And once they do that, you have the application process. Uh, we have a manual. Mm-hmm. So the information is out there. Uh, if not, give us a call at the Extension State Office mm-hmm. and or go to Deborah Lord, DPL4 at msstate.edu. Well, I can guarantee you one thing, and, and I say this, and I feel so fortunate to be able to work with Deborah because Deborah, if you can't tell it, she is always smiling, and I never see her down. So it's always good to come into an office where you're where I get a smile every day. So I don't know if you can. You. I don't know if you can detect that in my voice today because I have some nerves all down my spine. Oh, no, so. you didn't find. You didn't find. This is fun. But yeah. uh, but. Yeah, we appreciate you coming in so much, Deborah, and, and taking the time to talk to us about ambassadors. Cause they, young people are our future, and they're our investment. And I think the ambassador program is just one of those examples of how 4-H can take a, a young person and transform them into a, you know, a confident, caring adult for our future. And they're, we're giving the future to them. So 
um, I think you're doing a great job and keep up the good work. Well, I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And mm-hmm. I just hope the word get out there to all these young people. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Deborah. Yeah. You're Thank welcome. You so much. Thank you. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to 4H4U2 this week. Uh, We hope you'll come back uh, next uh, episode and visit with us. And until then, I'm John Long. And I'm Kobe. We'll talk to you later. This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford.